Welcome to The Thought Card, a podcast about travel and money, where planning, saving, and creativity leads to affording travel, building wealth, and paying off debt. We are the Financially Savvy Travelers. Hey, Financially Savvy Travelers, it's your host, Danielle Desir, and I am excited, as always, to come to you with another episode of The Thought Card Podcast. Now, this show would not be a travel-focused show if I didn't podcast on the go from time to time. Now, this episode was actually recorded at Harlem Ale House in Harlem in New York City. So you're going to be hearing from Beatrice Reynoso, and we're going to be talking about what it was like for her to travel to Cuba for the first time after a breakup. Hey there, we're here live at the Harlem Ale House with Beatrice, and Beatrice has a really interesting story about how she went on vacation after a breakup. Hey Beatrice, welcome to the show. Hey Danielle, thanks for having me. Thank you so much for being on. So can you tell us a little bit about why you decided to go on a trip after a breakup? Um, I broke up with my partner of six years and we had to live together for four months after the breakup so I didn't really have any space to heal and I figured like I just need to get away as far as possible and Cuba was legal to travel to at the time and it was affordable so I was like why not and I just booked a trip and I went. So with Cuba, is it true that you need to carry cash? Like, how is the cash versus credit card situation? It's definitely cash. I exchange my money over there. Some people say to take euros and then exchange them there. But the conversion rate, after you take into account the fees, to um, exchanging from USD to the CUSA, it's about the same. So I just exchange my dollars over there at the um, airport. And, yeah. I never used a credit card. I never saw anyone use a credit card. <laughs> so yeah, um, the sales says about is equivalent to a dollar. My mind frame was just go with the flow and see what happens. So I planned my first three days at Vinales, where it was like the countryside. But once I got to Havana in the city, I was just like, I'm just gonna go pick a section to explore one day and just walk there. I walked everywhere and just see what happens. And I met amazing people. I met this guy who took me to this like lounge at a hotel. We danced Cuban salsa. And because I speak Spanish and I look Cuban until you hear me speak and my accent is Dominican, it was, I didn't have much trouble fitting in. It was scary at first, but once I like started exploring on my own, I felt really safe. It's actually one of the safest places to travel for women. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about like what are the resources that you use to help you plan your trip? Like because it's, I feel like for a lot of people they don't know where to start with planning a trip to Cuba. So what did you do to start your trip? Yeah. Well, I had a friend who had gone for a weekend, so I relied on her a lot to help me figure out like where to find casas, um, what I needed to take with me, and then I just read blogs online. And I also had a coworker who had just gone, and he told me a lot about what to do in terms of um, how to really get along with the locals there and what kinds of things they would like so that I could bring things. Um, so being Caribbean, I always travel with stuff to give away. I took an entire suitcase, and I had friends donate things. And I was able to give stuff away to children, to older people, the woman who was cleaning the house, and it was, it was nice. Now, talk about affordability. Like, how much did things cost? Was it, like, unbelievable? Did you feel like you really had a lot of... You were wealthy out there? What was that like for you? I didn't really feel 
super wealthy out there because there was such a big boost in tourism. Things were pretty much about a similar cost to what they were in the U.S., but definitely, you know, somewhat cheaper. Um, I saved a lot of money because I stayed in central Havana. So there are the two touristy spots. There's Old Havana and Vedado. Vedado is more like the nightlife. And central Havana, I was told, was like the hood. But I was like, I'm from the hood, so I don't care. So I stayed in the hood. It was cheaper. And because I was right in the center, the other places are on opposite ends, I was able to just walk everywhere. And so a lot of people go... For example, my sister went and she stayed in Vedado, so she had to take cabs every day. She ran out of money. I was there for nine days and I still had like 500 bucks left. And um, so it's all about how you maximize your 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 spending. Um, I also took a lot of my own snacks with me because I heard that there are food shortages because everything is rationed. I took my own toilet paper. When I got there, I brought I bought a whole case of water. And there was a day where we ran out of water in the house and I just like bathed with a water bottle. So it's all about how you use your resources and being smart that way. Oh, that's really cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's really interesting. And I really do hear that like running out of money is a thing in Cuba for travelers. So I think that's a great way to just make sure you bring your own things, right? Yeah. So how much money did you spend on average per day? Um, it really depended on the day, but I used to, I was really good. I I would say like no more than like 20, 30 bucks a day because I would spend five bucks for a large breakfast in the morning that they made me in the house and that kept me full for most of the day and then I would just have my snacks throughout and then I would probably have like a dinner every now and then. Of course, if there are days where you go into attractions that are paid, it'll be more. Um, So like in that case, maybe like 40 or 50 bucks, like if you go to a museum or you want to take one of those specialty cab rides or something, which I didn't get to do, but... I don't feel like I missed out on anything. (laughs) That's so cool. That's so cool. So would you recommend going to Cuba for a female solo traveler? I would. Also, being a female solo traveler, I don't know if it's because I speak Spanish or whatever, but I felt people really took care of me. So I became really, um, I made sure I got to know the people in the area. So there was a hotel a few blocks down, and that's where I would go. And the guy who was there would help hail a cab for me, and I would barter down the price. So like I could get like a $3 cab ride to the other side of town if I needed to. Um, so I would recommend it. Definitely barter. Um, and be and just you know it's all about using common sense but it's a very safe country people there would tell me they're very terrified of going to jail so they don't even try it you do have to um, just be prepared there is a lot of street harassment like to the point where I personally didn't feel unsafe but it was just annoying and like you can be with like a, a man with you and they'll still they don't care like I had a Cuban man tell me I don't care if she's with somebody I'm still gonna holler you know um, so that is something that is a little jarring at first but they never like got close to me they never approached me and I never felt unsafe and there were always people around that I could go to if anything so what would you say for someone who just got into a breakup and they're looking to kind of get out of town what would you say to them do it. If it's in your budget, do it, you know, and it doesn't even have to be leaving the country. It can be, you know, going to another state or just going away for like two hours and just like being on your own. And it really taught me that like, oh, I'm okay. And that everything I need is within me. 
you know, and like my happiness and my love and support that comes from me and not someone else. I love that. Thank you, Beatrice. How can people connect with you in the future? Um, for now, you can just follow me on Instagram, Betty Ray 902, B E T T Y R E Y 902. And I post a lot of like cheesy things. <laughs> And sometimes you'll see my face, um, but that's where I am most of the time. I also have that same name on Twitter, which I'm learning. And then on Facebook, Beatrice Reynoso.